This episode of Let's Think On It comes from an excerpt from O Brother Radio with Will Lockamy, Reed Lockamy, and Dr. Mark Westfall. And speaking of good stuff, Dr. Mark Westfall joins us now. Welcome to the show, of course, every third Thursday, generally speaking. Here on No Brother, Dr. Mark Westfall joins us. And tonight we'll be talking about the peaks and pitfalls of transitioning to college, which of course most people have done if you're above the age of 25 or so. And it is such an interesting time. Uh, I won't bore people with my story, but I, of course, do have oh, an, ins- an insane story. Well, um, <laughs> just quickly, my uncle had, had lent me his, he had a bread truck for some reason. Uh, and so he was like, just take the bread truck. You can put all your stuff in that and take it down. So my roommate and I did that. and it so caught, you moved yourself to college with a bread truck? That was the plan. Okay. Well, um, yeah, so it caught on fire by Alab- Alabaster. It was yeah. the Alabaster exit. It caught it on fire. It didn't get very far. Yeah, no, it didn't get very far. Um, and so at that point, then we had a huge U-Haul that we, we had to get back to Birmingham. Someone came and picked us up, got back to Birmingham after the fire was put out. Got a big, huge U-Haul, backed it up, loaded the whole thing up. Of course, they had to take the bread truck off. Um, and then we got to Auburn. Um, I lived on a really steep hill, and my roommate was backing me in. He's like, yep, come on, I'll show you. And and you could see this concerned look on his face. And I said, what? And he said, yeah, maybe go ahead and stop. And by the time he said that, kind of gingerly, I was I had dug in a good six inches into the driveway. Oh boy! And there was no it was completely stuck, <laughs> wheels off the ground. There was no way to get up. This was the first Auburn game of the season on University Boulevard. We had to block the entire University Boulevard to have an eighteen wheeler uh, tow truck come and remove the truck from the driveway. That's a the fun story there. So everybody already hated us nice. from day one because game day traffic and the whole deal. But anyway, uh, I, I should I shouldn't have gone. <laughs> that, was, that was a problem. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. total problem. So hopefully people that's don't have a front it that lobe bad. at work right there, man. Right, I know that's right? a perfect example. We've talked about it before, right? Yeah, one that doesn't exist. Right. Um, so, so hopefully people have it easier than I did, at least. Well, hopefully so. I don't know. Sounds pretty fun, really. Yeah. Put a, put a truck up on concrete. It's an adventure. Who is this harder for? Is it for, harder for the kid or for the parent? Great question. Thanks. It's a great question. You know, it's just it's such a transition, and it depends on the kid and it depends on the parent. But you know, we've talked before about the transition phase that the brain's going through, right? Uh, late teens, early 20s. The Your brain's still developing at it's that still point. still developing. So essentially what we're doing is we've got all these creatures, teens, with an undeveloped frontal lobe. Right. And we decided as a society, hey, let's put them all in one place <laughs> when they have all of the desires of an adult and all of the, the – um, uh, someone said aggressiveness, like a wine, of yeah. an adult – but without the factors to really put the brakes on. And let's put them all together so they can, like, have this group mob mentality. Yeah, weed them out. Yeah, let's just put them all together yeah. and see how they how it goes. So what do you think happens? Yeah, generally it's a disaster. It's chaos. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I mean, anybody looked at a dorm room or a fraternity house? It yeah. is the ultimate I wish I knew then what I know now kind of situation. Uh, isn't it? Totally. Uh, there's no other point in life where you really – because high school, everybody's, you know, whatever. College is the one time where I, it really is that, like, gosh, if I knew then what I know now. Well, we take off all the structure, too. So you mentioned high school, right? Okay, there's, you know, there's bells and the teachers follow up on the homework and you go home and then your parents are there to give you some guidelines. And, and so there's kind of, and then you go into sports or whatever and your coaches give you guidelines. There's always someone leading you along, kind of helping you down the path and read your teacher. Right. You can speak yeah, to this. Totally, right. right. Yeah, sure. So then abruptly we say, hey, well, I tell you what, why don't you move a couple states over and uh, let me know how you turn out. Good luck with all your friends and uh, with no structure because 
the professors don't are going to come walk tap on your door and ask Heck you to go to class. No, they'll barely talk to but you. But now let me say this though, because these are all really good points. This is a very interesting uh, topic. Um, but of course, it is in some ways a crucible, you know, from which many people, uh, you know, many people go there and they have prepared, you know, sufficiently and they are ready to take on the responsibility of that. Especially, I would suggest that if if they've been prepared properly from a parental standpoint. So many people, ding 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 yeah, ding 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 ding. It's never easy, but right. many people do this and and understand what it means to take on that responsibility. Totally right. Well, preparation. You right. said if they're properly prepared by the parent, right. And not to say that it's the parents' faults, but it is part of growing your child to help prepare them. And some, to be honest with you, some kids are more prepared than others, no matter how much preparation their parents have given them, because sometimes their frontal lobe's not working as well, or they just don't fit in that setting. Uh, but you're right. I mean, yeah. many kids come, and they do fine, and they stumble a little bit, which is actually what needs to happen. I mean, we need to stumble to learn how to pick ourselves up and get through life. To be independent. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it it is happening at a time when it's supposed to happen, but the process probably could be tweaked a little bit so that some kids didn't fall through through the cracks. Right. Um, And we've got coming tonight, too, just to to give a little uh, announcement, a little tease, Mm -hmm. yeah, is we've got um, the – person who's head of the counseling department at Birmingham Southern oh, yeah. coming to join us. And so she can speak to a lot of the uh, transition issues maybe that the uh, college sees. Right. Uh, because really what we're doing is we take these the, our teens and we put them in the care of the college. And uh, colleges struggle mightily with trying to figure out how to manage the behavior of the students. Sure. And, and that's and, uh, Birmingham Southern's one where you really have a good eye on the students because everybody's housed pretty much right there. Um, it's different than in Auburn, Alabama, where yeah. those kids, when they leave class, you who knows where they're going. It's exactly. a small, contained campus. I went to Birmingham Southern. I was going to say, um, maybe we can okay. go back yeah. and wow. retroactively okay. fix some of Reed's no, issues. That's right, yeah. What, what year did you finish there? Uh, 99. 99? Yeah. So, yeah, I think you, there was probably some overlap. Maybe okay, so. She yeah. was there, I think. We can talk about time. that. Yeah, right, that's interesting. Cool. Hmm. She probably has. Uh, I had her go back and look at some of your records. Oh, so good, yeah. we'll see how that turns well, out we, for we you. We could check with Neil Birdie. He knows them all by heart, <laughs> which is pretty creepy. That was one thing about that man. He could see you in the hallway and be like, "I saw you got a B on your report card." But I'm like, do you even know me? And he did. It's unbelievable. No, that is crazy. I mean, yeah. my professors didn't know my name. No, Neil Birdie did though. Everybody. He was the president of the that, college. That's yeah. the that's one of the virtues I think of a small school. It is no doubt about it. it and that's another I think part of that equation that we look at as well. You know, Will went off to this very large. You know, um, entity and at Birmingham Southern, you had you know I don't know at the time when I went there, I mean maybe eighteen hundred students total. Yeah. Which, by the way, at Hoover High School where I teach, is three thousand about this year. So, right. so you're already twice as big as your college. Isn't was. that interesting to think about? Yeah. yeah. So, and I did not handle the large school thing well. I mean, I needed a small school. I think looking back at it, yeah. um, and I was going for flight stuff. So really, you know, you can really you can do military or just kind of take lessons on your own. And there's a flight school in Florida, but Auburn does have one of the best flight schools in the nation. So I was like, well, all my friends are going there. I'll just go there. Um, and the flight stuff was great. It was everything else. And, you know, as ADD as, as I am, it was the first time, like, wait, no one's making me get up and go to class? Well, right. I'm not going. Right. <laughs> kind of deal. Well, I could sit here and play Tony Hawk all day. Exactly. Boy, well, and I'll tell you, this makes for a very interesting case study because, of course, Will and I grew up in the same environment. Now, of course, different birth order, obviously, but we grew up in the same environment. We, in theory, were prepared the same way and yet had very different experiences. Maybe it's because of the environments. Our know. brains right. are very different. Well, it's important yeah. to have a student-school match. That's a good point. And that's one of the things we talk about is is – does that school fit your student? And it's hard to figure out what the match should be, but it's not that hard. And right. a lot of times what happens is not enough 
thought is gone is has been put into that process. That's a great point, Arky Shea. Where'd you go to college? Uh, I went to Montevallo, and uh, liberal arts uh, is a great education. I was wondering, should we do like an OK Cupid for like college kids, like to where you get that college match? Oh, that's a that good idea. That may not be the worst oh, like idea. Oh, like the student matching with the school. Yeah. Yes, yeah. see so if the one those qualities. Like, see if you know if you're looking for the right school body type you know what i'm saying like, yeah, like a, a little bit of extra poundage you know whatever you would like or uh, if you're looking for uh ivy league maybe you're looking for thinner you know maybe we can sort of i mean we can work out the beats later i mean but i think that may not be the worst I'd idea be, i've had today so far i got like a good it. feeling anyone who's going to college looking for x quote extra poundage is probably not going to last long no, that's uh <laughs> that's my theory um all right great stuff and there's much more to come you'll be with us Dr. Mark until 8.30. And coming up next, of course, Sarah Hoover will join us from Birmingham Southern as well. To listen to Dr. Mark Westfall live, check out O Brother Radio on Birmingham Mountain Radio, 107.3 FM in Birmingham, 97.5 in Tuscaloosa, at bhammountainradio.com or on the free BMR app. Join in with your questions and comments on Twitter at Lockamy Brothers. 